We all have the same 24 hours in the day, but how come some of us can do more than others? And it's all about one of our things that we obsess over, which is leverage. Kyle Whistle and I break down seven different ways for you to build leverage in your life, both personally and professionally, so that you can get more done in the same amount of hours. That's on this week's episode of the Real Estate Success Whistleway Podcast. Kyle, people get into real estate over and over because they want to set their own schedule. They want to work their own hours. That's the same thing. Um, they, they want to be their own boss. And what people realize very quickly is being your own boss means you're also your own employee. And sometimes you're kind of a shitty employee. And so I want to talk about five ways that agents can build leverage into their business so they can have that dream that they wanted of being my own boss, setting my own hours, not being reliant on the client at all times. Yeah, let's make that happen. Leverage is one I'm obsessed with. Um, it's probably one of my favorite things in life and business and everything is just figuring out how to maximize leverage because I think it's an area that people don't think about enough. They just kind of go about the day and end the day like, I don't know, man, I'm exhausted, but I don't even know what I did today. Like that's Honestly, that's not something to brag about. Like that means you, your day was a cluster. You had no plan. Like you just winged it all day long. And that's not a place that's going to make you a a high performer. Maybe it will be, you'll have little bursts of, of high levels of performance, but in the long run, it's not going to get you where you want to get to. If you want to be a, a high performer. This is going to be a fun one because I'm actually taking notes from me on this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you use what we used on the last uh, episode, Otter, so it can take the notes for you? No. It, I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to Otter the podcast right now, and I'm going to see what the takeaways are from it. I think this could actually be really interesting. Okay, the, well, now I know my widget. The best part is how quickly. It's like it already knows that I have this podcast that's about to happen, and so it's like waiting for me. Like, do you want to record this? Like, it's asking you, and with one tap, now, boom, we're instantly using AI to take notes on our podcast today. Cool. Let's kick it off. There's number one. <laughs> there is a point of leverage right there is to have a system, right? To utilize systems in your business to complete tasks for you so that you don't have to. I've actually found sometimes if I'm meeting with a client and I'm taking notes, like right now, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, like Brian is, is listening to me and he's writing simultaneously. But anytime I'm writing while trying to listen, I'm not doing either at 100%. Because you can't listen to me at the same level when you're writing on paper as if you're staring at me and making eye contact. With yeah. me. You're, there, there's going to be stuff that's lost in translation when you're putting your head down in writing. So if you could actually not have to worry about writing because you know that you have your AI that's taking notes for you and writing down the important details, that is a, that is a form of leverage in itself. And that's just one tool, but there's so many tech tools out there that can save you massive amounts of time. Um, so other, you know, type of tech tools to save time is, is something like Zapier, which can just help automate super repetitive tasks. So if you ever find yourself doing tasks over and over that are, we, we call these a lot of tasks are like swivel methods where you're like, let me take something from here 
and let me swivel my chair and let me put it over there and let me do it again and again and again. Like if you find yourself doing these, these repetitive, tedious tasks, you can automate stuff like that with a system like Zapier. Um, and there's other, you know, things like that. We use one called interface that's more specific to real estate and the, and it integrates amazingly well at a much higher level than Zapier with things like follow boss. So just leveraging technology to complete tasks for you um, so that you can take your time and stay focused on income producing activities. That was a big one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could probably go five specific technologies, but I I want to try to do five like different things. I love that. I would have been like, here's five technologies at the end. You're like, that would be easy. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really easy. Well, since we're we're already into the show, but why don't you do the intro to the show? So people know who we are and what we're doing here. Yeah. We forgot about that. Didn't we? We didn't. It's fine. We We jumped in and gave them number one. (laughs) So now they want to stay so they can get the other four. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty here in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi, director of marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question you want to have it answered on the show, go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. Ask us questions on there. Subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. Join our private Facebook group and email newsletter to get tips and tricks um, and get on a referral list for everybody leaving California. And lastly, if you want to really take your media, whether it be social, audio, video, or anything media related to that next level, uh, you can learn everything Brian and I have learned over the last nine years in, in a shortened version um, to help shortcut that learning curve for you. All of that at thewhistleway.com. All right. So we gave him number one. Yeah. Tech. So technology. Leverage yep. technology to grow uh, to do repetitive tasks for you. Cool. For sure. Um, so number two is it's all time related. So think about the things that you, your household chores will say, there's so many things that you do around the house that you can leverage out. There's people that can do tasks for you. So, you know, the, probably the most old school traditional one would be something like mowing the lawn. Like you can have somebody do that for you. Like, sure. You could do that. But that takes time and things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I know some people who love doing stuff like that. Um, if, if that's your jam and like it makes you feel good and it fills your cup, then do that. Like, Because it's not just about time. It's about being happy too. Mm-hmm. But things like mowing the lawn, like pay somebody to do that shit for you so that you can get that hour, two hours, however long it takes you know, to do that at your particular house. And now that's time that you're going to get back that you could either spend in your business. You could spend it with friends. You could spend it with family. Um, you could spend it doing, you know, self-care, whatever, like that's just valuable time. But there's so many other household things that you can leverage out and have other people do like your laundry. There's companies that will literally come to your house. You just throw a bag on the doorstep every Monday and they'll come pick it up or Friday. They'll come pick it up. They'll do your laundry over the weekend and deliver it back to you on Sunday with all your clothes folded, ready to go. Like, well, they put it away for me. <laughs> that's, other... the, that's the problem. It, it'll live on my doorstep at that uh, point. <laughs> Brian, we, Thomas and I have known you for a long time now. We know all too well. I know. <laughs> Brian's not a clean freak and not an organized freak. We know it. I, I'm not tidy. Yeah. It's organized chaos. It's fine. Yeah. Um, there, that's an example. Having a house cleaner is an example. Like just some of these tasks, like, again, I know there's some people like I have my wife, like she enjoys cleaning because it's like you're starting with something that's ugly and you're making it pretty and there's a finality to it. And that feels good to certain people. My wife being one that enjoys cleaning. 
to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> not all the cleaning, but like she likes that. It, it makes her happy. Or, yeah. or sometimes she likes doing laundry. It's like something she can just zone out on. But again, it's like there's a beginning and end and that feels good and it fills people's cups. So, um, you know, whatever floats your boat makes you happy. That's cool. But ultimately, these are all things that you could leverage out and you can protect your mental state, which mm-hmm. almost is more important. Like for me, the thought of like gassing up a lawnmower or like weed whacker, those ones I fucking, oh, weed whackers are my least favorite. Cause you know, the damn weed whacker, like it's not going to start. You finally get it to start and then you got to deal with like the string and then the strings getting tangled or it's running out of string and you got to refill the string. Like that is just maddening. And like, why do I want to do this and like frustrate myself and put myself into this negative state when I could just pay somebody a little bit of money to do stuff like that? I mean, that's, these are simple things, but it's something that everybody should be doing. Yeah. And, and I like, I really like that you talked about not only now you have those two hours on a Saturday to do your open house, but it's also, okay, well, I, now I, maybe I don't want to do that, but I have time to spend with my friends, my family, whatever. Um, and, and, and using that to now, of course we need to fill it with other activities somewhere. Yeah. Um, but that's also important as well. So I like that you talked about that. Yeah. Uh, next one, this somewhat, I guess, ties into the household thing, but I feel like uh, is a little bit different, but just I'll be the judge. your grocery shopping. Mm, that's um, different. So this isn't like around the house, but this is like one of those things that you have to do. Like to go grocery shopping um, is crazy. And so you can use services. Instacart is probably the biggest one, at least here in San Diego. I'm sure there's other services. Some, some of the uh, grocery stores, you can go direct to them. And they have their own service. Some of them go through Uber Eats or DoorDash. That's fine, whatever. Um, but those services that can go do the grocery shopping for you, again, that is not a place to put. I am not in a happy place when I go to a grocery store. Now, if you go grocery shopping on the regular, you probably know where stuff is. But like, yes. I don't go to a grocery store rarely. Like to go in there and have to find something, uh, I can't fucking stand it. Like, <laughs> I hate it. it. Puts me in a negative space. Just even um, talking about it winds you it up. It does, yeah. <laughs> like the only reason I go to a grocery store is alcohol and flowers. That's it. And I just know anytime I go to a grocery store, I can't leave without flowers. It's or just, alcohol. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Um, that's, that's literally the only thing I ever go to the grocery store is alcohol and flowers and nothing else. I, I just don't go for any other reason. When I go, I only buy enough for one meal. Yeah. I, I don't do it well. So like Instacart is great, right? You can do all your order in there. It's super easy. Um, you know, you're going to pay a premium for the product and delivery, whatever, but like still that, that time you can get back and, and to stay in positive headspace or, uh, you know, Brian, I know you use a service like this home chef, hello, fresh blue apron, these types of services. We like to cook. We enjoy cooking, but the thought of like having to buy all the damn ingredients is, is a tedious task that is not fun. Um, and then you end up buying and you get up with like a pound of turmeric, like then you needed <laughs> like a teaspoon, but yeah, you had to buy bucks. a pound. Like what? <laughs> it's the spices, it's always the spices that get you. Um, so even using services like that, that just make it easier. So when it's time to prep, you have all the ingredients pre-portioned out, um, clear instructions, how to do it. And you don't have to think not having to think is a huge one because that's just saving you time. It's saving you headspace. Thinking burns calories, it burns energy, and, and I don't got time for that. And honestly, every time I'm at the grocery store, I turn to my wife and go, do we have 
turmeric and she goes i think we do i'm gonna i'm gonna buy another pound because i'm not coming back here and once we get home if i don't now have you it you have two pounds, two pounds. of turmeric <laughs> minus two teaspoons um and you mentioned it kind of in the grocery shopping uh when you mentioned instacart but i would also put in here kind of all food delivery stuff Do you want, okay i was save it but we'll, we'll lump it in there yeah, just let's lump food because i want to get a, a few real estate specific yep. ones um but like doordash and uber eats i see people all the time like oh well, i'm gonna go pick up lunch like all right i want let me make sure i understand what we're talking about here like so you're gonna you're in the zone working doing your thing you're gonna stop you're gonna go like walk to your car get in your car start your car you're gonna go drive to some place now, hopefully you were smart enough to at least order in advance so you can just walk in, grab it, and leave, but you probably didn't um, because you, if you thought correctly, you would have just had that shit delivered to you. But So then you go there and like you sit in the drive through line like waiting to order your food or you go inside and you order the food and like then you get the food and then you either eat it there or you come back. Like the amount of time people spend on lunch because the reality of it, how long does it actually take to eat? Like 10 minutes. At most. I mean, that's a, that's like a gourmet meal. It takes 10 minutes. Like no. you sit down and just eat some food. It's like five minutes, maybe 10 on the tops. Like well, for depends, lunch. Depends who's eating. Like <laughs> lunch. What did you, what did you guys eat for lunch? Pizza. I, I had Mexican. Okay. Thomas was mentioning pizza. Like, well, how long does it take to eat a fucking burrito? Take you 10 minutes to eat a burrito? For real? Uh, I had rolled tacos, but probably, probably more than five minutes, maybe okay. less than 10. Okay. Well, we'll give you 10, but the reality like of it is. To like, see, that's, that's when I do my mental health break at, at, Lunchtime for me, you know, 10 45, 11 a.m. Uh, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm like stalling anyway. So that's my kind of reset for the day. That's my midday, uh, my reset. My reset is like stop looking at the computer and put the fork in the food and eat it real quick Good and get you. back to going. Kyle, um, you're a better person than me. What, no, what I'm just different. <laughs> just different. Um, but like DoorDash, Uber Eats, that stuff, like it's, I'm just not wasting time. Like I'm a big fan of Never Eat Alone. I don't go to lunch unless I'm going with people. Like I went to a very strategic lunch today. Like that makes sense. But outside of that, if I'm not going to lunch with people, I'll, I'm just eating at my desk. Like I'm not going to waste time. I'd rather skip going to lunch and just have a meal at my desk for five or 10 minutes. But then I can, instead of the time I spent getting in the car, driving, waiting in line, ordering, eating, coming back, like instead of spending an hour, I can be home an hour earlier with my family or Right. Like I've worked myself to where I'm on a four day work week now. Like I've, because I can power through the lunch, like that's, I work four days a week, but that's four hours I get back that I would have had to do on a Friday that I don't have to do now because I powered through those lunches. Um, so like, that's just how I think. And you know, the extra costs, like, sure. What does it cost? Okay. Like, um, I get pickup sticks all the time. Like, cause it's easy. I can get some chicken, some brown rice, not the healthiest, but not terrible either. Not pizza from next door. Um, but I can order that. It's fully delivered to the door for like $16. Like, could so I drive over there and get it for like 12 probably or 10 Yeah, but that's $6 extra that like a lot of people are trying to not pay. You realize how much time you're spending to go get that shit for $6? Like, that's crazy. You're not wrong. If you want to do that to save money, go be a fucking Uber Eats driver. Like, if you really <laughs> think it makes sense to do that, just sign up and be an Uber Eats driver and tell me how much sense it makes. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Um, if you need the brain break, I get it, right? There's times I'll be like, hey, Brian, I'm going to go get some coffee. I need the brain break. Like, and you need some fresh air. Cool. Um, but for the most part, it makes no sense to go pick up food. I think it's silly. So using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and then people don't realize this, but now these companies have realized, like, people need more services. So, like, let's say 
you got to work and you realize like, oh man, I left that like my laptop charger at home or something. You could literally have Uber pick up your laptop charger from your house and bring it to your office. Did you know that? Good. Well, they go in your house? No, you were like, you. I okay. just tell my wife like, hey, put okay. put the <laughs> thing out on the, the charger out on the doorstep and Uber's like, going to come pick it up. Like they'll do that. Like that, that exists. Yeah, that's cool. So there's a lot of things you can do with these platforms, um, but they'll literally go you know, that's one example, go to my house, pick up my charger and bring it to my office. I could do that. But now my house is 30 minutes away. So that's 30 minute drive to the house, 30 minute drive home from the house. That's an hour of lost time. And I could maybe spend 20 bucks on Uber and they'll go do the whole thing for me. Like it's crazy how much time you can save with that and, yeah. and get leverage. Okay. So we've got technology. We've got hiring out household chores. We got food delivery. Those are three ways. Give me two more. Yeah. So having an assistant, <laughs> an assistant is, is the, you know, number one way to, to get leverage as, as a real estate agent. And so, you know, there's, I guess today we're going to say there's three types of assistants. We already talked about AI. So there's the, the technology assistant. Um, then the next level is having a virtual assistant, which on our, um, within our company, we refer to them as our international team, same thing, different words, different meaning, different impact. It's amazing how much that changed the way that our um, virtual assistants were looked at when we stopped calling them virtual assistants and started calling them our international team. They, there's agents on our team who thought they were robots. Like they thought because the word virtual is in there that they're not real. Um, they're not real people. Like it's stupid. So calling them an international team, uh, that definitely had a good impact. Um, so you could have a virtual assistant who can take off a lot of the tedious tasks, the, the silly little things that you're doing. I mean, somebody just helping checking your email. I've started getting a bunch of these emails lately. Like, congratulations, you won this come, you know, schedule time to pick it up. Like I get like 10 of those a day. I get so many emails. Stop um, winning things. I know. Right. <laughs> you go to Vegas with all the luck I'm having via email. Um, so just taking all those tedious tasks off, we actually did a video to help you build a job description for an assistant. So if you want that DM me on Instagram, I'll send you the video that breaks down how to build out an assistant job description, but having an assistant to take the tedious tasks off. The question is, do you do it virtually or do you do somebody local? The, the biggest thing I say there is that if you have things that require boots on the ground, you got to hire somebody local. What does that mean? Boots on the ground? Like, somebody who can run errands for you, um, pick up lock boxes, like, yeah, pick up lock boxes for you, uh, drop off shit at the dry cleaners, maybe pick up food for you or set up for events for you or like deliver be, flyers, right? Yeah. Deliver flyers. There's so many things that, that a local assistant could do. Like, Hey, I need you to like print out my, um, my buyer tours for me. I need you to prep my listing package for me. Like those are things that you can't necessarily do with somebody who's virtual that you need somebody local for that. Um, so, you know, maybe budget doesn't allow for somebody local you could start with somebody virtual. So who at least take a lot of tedious tasks off your plate, but eventually you'll need somebody local. Cool. But in assistance, just, I mean, that's the number one way to leverage yourself. I like that. We put it at number four. Yeah. Should we have saved it for five or started with one, but that's fine. I like what we've done so far. We're all over the place. We don't plan guys. <laughs> we don't plan anything. Um, we just roll with the punches. I think if we planned, it would be worse. Flowing conversations. I, I genuinely knowing you, I think if we plan this out, it would be worse. We just wouldn't do it. <laughs> 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 Let's just be very real. Like, Kyle, what do you think of these notes? Uh, 
okay. wouldn't even look at him. Like, <laughs> we'd just be wasting time. Um, all right, number five. Where do you want to go? Do you have one in mind for this? No, I don't. I had lots in mind for the last one, and we went there. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know where number five is. I, I want to make it impactful of another way to leverage yourself. Um, what about? Oh, this is a I, good one. I have an idea. We'll see. Well, why don't you go with yours? And I, we can get two in here if they're the same, if they're different. So I, I was thinking about lever, leverage your team or your brokerage. So leverage the, and I guess this kind of falls in here, but leverage the technology that they offer you okay. rather than figuring it out on your own and buying new stuff, leverage that. But also leverage your team members to where, hey, if you need help, um, utilize them to either, uh, we do it all the time. We see it all the time in our Slack channel. Hey, can someone show this property for me? Hey, does anyone have a good vendor for this? And and utilizing your team rather than having to source it yourself. Yeah. A lot of things that agents have to do, um, we do as a team. And then obviously our team offers a lot more things like our studio here. We have a concierge team. We have our listing team. We have our transaction. We have a lot of uh, pillars that we've built to help agents focus on what they're good at and not worry about contracts, not worry about scheduling, not worry about notes and all the, the stuff that they're not good at. Um, utilize what your team, what your brokerage, what your uh, local association of realtors or nationals, leverage what they give you and utilize that to the squeeze that juice. Perfect. That was a good one, huh? I like it. And it bought me time to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> you weren't thinking, you, you were like, I don't know what you said because I was thinking. No, but. I paid attention. <laughs> Uh, the one I want to uh, finish up with is video. Oh, damn Such it. a fan. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> the video guy didn't say video. Oh, man. Uh, that's ignoring. Freaking Brian. <laughs> um, so there's ways to leverage video to complete tasks for you on a repetitive basis. For example, I don't do a lot of transactions. I'm doing one right now. Um, and I'm able to send over the client we have, we built out a 10 step, um, update system when somebody's under contract on the buy side and another 10 step video series on the sell side. And it explains every step of the process to them. So it's like, all right, you need to put your earnest money deposit, you know, send that in. Um, now you need to get your inspection. You need to order your appraisal, do your walkthrough, right? You need to sign your loan docs. You need to do a final, like you need to wire your money, all the things that occur. But the beauty is instead of having to explain this every single time I'm under contract with a client, I can just send them this video series and it answers a lot of the questions for them. So by shooting these videos one time, it's leveraging that one time. But now these videos, if you pull them up on our YouTube, like they've been viewed hundreds of times, um, if not thousands, like cumulatively thousands of times, that's saved me, it saved my team a ton of time to not have to shoot the same freaking videos over and over and over and over again. Um, so I'm a huge fan of leveraging video. That would be a really good example of how to record videos that could get used over and over. But we, I just use this. I had a client who's relocating from another area and we spent a lot of time on this one video about helping educate people about the different areas of San Diego. And they were like, I don't know anything about San Diego. And I was like, boom, here's a video where I explain everything about San Diego. We spent, two days out in the field recording and then I don't know how many hours editing for like this 30 minute video, but that video's had thousands of views 
that people have, you know, other people moving to the area that don't know San Diego got to watch it. But even particularly, I had a client who didn't know anything about San Diego. I was like, hey, I'm excited to meet with you guys tomorrow. But just if you have some free time between now and then, here's a video you could watch to give you a little brief overview of San Diego. Like, it's huge. Yeah, I also wrote down FAQs, questions that get asked over and over. Um, and you can be uh, proactive with this. Hey, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, real estate specific terms and jargon. You probably all know all this, but here's a quick little video on stuff that you'll hear throughout the transaction. And yeah. it's just a seven minute video talking about escrow and title and, and earnest money and, and contingencies and just something like that. Yeah. So that way you're, you're answering questions before they get asked all sorts of different ways to do it. But yeah, that's, and that's I'll, just to put a bow on this, we do that internally as well. So we take, this is another way to, to build leverage for us as a team is we take all the FAQs, all the questions that get asked by our agents on a regular basis. And we put them into a system so that when they need something, if they need a vendor, if they have a question about, um, you know, how, how do I do this in follow up boss? How do I do that in Wilopo? Like anytime we get a question that we believe that question will be asked again, we'll take the answer, the question and the answer, and we'll throw it into trainual. And now we've trained our agents that when they have a question, first thing you do is go to Trainual. And nine times out of 10, the answer to your question already exists inside of Trainual. Therefore, we're not having to answer the same question over and over again. So Trainual does a lot of the work for us. And then we built our trainings in there as well, where we can, I've recorded videos five years ago, training people on like the basics of whistle and, and the systems. And those videos have been used for five years now to train agents coming onto our team. So we love Trainual. If you want to get dialed in with Trainual, I can get you a discount on it. Um, just send me a DM and I'll hook you up with a, a code to get dialed in. Trainual is amazing for, it's a learning management system and a frequently asked question system in one package. We're huge, huge fans of Trainual. So DM me at Kyle Whistle on Insta and I'll hook you up. I feel like Trainual could have been its own thing. We basically just made it number seven, so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, when you when you were talking about Trainual, I thought you were gonna talk about all the past meetings and the huddles and all that sort of stuff that we put in there, which again, a meeting that we host once now lives forever with uh, notes and and it's searchable, um, but Trainual as a whole is number seven. I love that when we talk about five, five plus two. <laughs> cool. Yeah, bonus. I love it. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today. If you did, if you are listening on a podcast platform, make sure you subscribe so you uh, can check out future content that we post. Also, if you enjoyed it, hook us up with a review. Reviews on podcasts are very hard to get. And when you get them, they're very valuable. So if you can hook us up with a review, if you enjoyed it, that's really appreciated. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you can hit that thumbs up button, uh, let YouTube know you enjoy the content. If you have questions, throw it in the comment section. Brian and I personally respond to all of those. And if you want more of our content, hit the subscribe button and a little notification bell and YouTube will take care of the rest. And before we wrap up the show today, Brian and I want to share something we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business that saves us time makes us more money or helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? So I've talked about Dropbox in the past. Um, they've been adding new features quietly. Um, I don't know how quiet, I just haven't been paying attention. Um, one of the things that I love is we use Dropbox to transfer video files between us and our assist, our international team. Um, and so we'll go back and forth and they'll edit it and then they'll um, we'll QC it. And once it's ready, we have it in a, a pile of, of videos ready to go. And usually it's at that point that the person who distributes it is often a different person than who um, edited it or QC'd it, right? We have different people for different things. 
And so one of the things that I really like about Dropbox that they've added is they've added the transcript feature. So we used to have to do it where I would upload it to YouTube, I would wait a day, and then I would look at the transcript, and I would see, I could read it. Or I would upload it to a pro, uh, website, rev.com, and I would wait a day, and I would get the transcript. Now, with Dropbox, it does the transcript right there. And so a lot of times what I'll do is, as I'm getting ready to distribute it, I'll load up the transcript, I'll copy that transcript and paste it into chat GPT and say, give me a caption for Instagram, give me a caption for YouTube. And usually it's about 65% of the way there. Um, and I'll delete things, I'll add things, I'll move things around. But at least for a, a 45 second reel, not that big a deal. But when it's a hour long video that we're posting about, I'm like, I don't know what this video is about. I'm not gonna watch it so I can get the copy. It's, it's going to take me half a day to do that. So I'll just take the transcript. We do this when we have speaking gigs. I'll just take the transcript, throw it in ChatGPT, summarize it for me, make a blog for me, uh, give me a caption for it, give me email subject lines. And so I love the transcript feature in Dropbox. And you can also now crop videos. You can trim it, trim off the front or back. Or um, So they're adding some editing features in Dropbox that's pretty nifty. Not the best editing tool, but... Better than nothing. So I'm a fan. Nifty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you use the word nifty, right? Nobody okay. uses the word nifty. Never. Well, I actually my daughter listens to it's like, like I think Ms. it's called Rachel. Mr. Nifty and Calm App. Oh jeez. To go to bed. I think that's who she listens to. Let me just confirm. I mean Yeah, no, Mr. It's not. But there's there's something about nifty in the calm app. Nifty. You, people use that word. Do they? Yeah, there's Nifty. So what is this? Nifty and the Halloween Scare. Yeah. So there is Nifty. I mean, but you know what the calm. word means, right? Like, uh, just I mean, just keep digging. Grab that shovel. Dig a little deeper. I'm it's not fine. wrong here. <laughs> if right. you're watching on YouTube, please please let me know I'm not alone. That's Nifty. Um, <laughs> so my app. We actually did our leadership retreat last week, and we were out in the middle of nowhere in the desert, and we were blessed with a meteor shower that night, which was really cool. Um, and while we were just laying out watching the meteors, I remember I had heard about this app at one point, but I never downloaded it. I decided to download it and I, I paid for it because I wanted to really experience it. But this app is super freaking cool. Uh, this is one of those have more fun apps. So if you're ever out with friends and you just want to kind of impress them and learn a little bit too, like my daughter loves it and it's called night sky and you can just literally aim your phone up at the sky and it'll tell you the stars that you see what constellations they make or what planets it is that you're looking at it is mind-boggling how cool it is you mean nifty it's real nifty brian <laughs> they should call the app nifty night sky huh they should yeah <laughs> nifty nights yeah. So check it out, Night Sky. Um, it's on iPhone and Android. You guys will get it someday. Um, so that's what we got for you guys. Hopefully you got some value out of the content today. Um, I'm Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty. And I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week.